This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for July 27, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 31 through 33 and 44 through 52. The message is by the Reverend Ernie Tracy. Good morning. And my first experience to come to this service. Um, and you have a, a sort of a smorgasbord experiences here. And uh, <laughs> but after after a uh, a career of writing circuits, uh, I've I've seen a little bit of everything that Methodism had to offer. And. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased to be with you this morning. Would you bow with me in a moment of prayer? Almighty Father, may your word, which your spirit breathe forth, be alive. May that same spirit apply it to us, to our hearts and lives. Father, Guide me in what I would have to say. And through me, or if necessary, in spite of me, speak your word of hope and transformation that we may be the people you made us to be and may know the glory of Christ making all things new. Amen. There are some things in this world that are a cause for perhaps screaming. You know, the, the whole business of Well, Paul begins the epistle reading this morning by talking about the Spirit who helps us in our prayers when we don't even know where to begin to pray. Did you ever find yourself in that kind of situation? You were hurting. Those around you were hurting. You were perplexed. Things were not the way you knew they ought to be. Sometimes God help us. We realize we are part of the reason they weren't the way they were supposed to be. And we don't know where to start. Paul says that the Holy Spirit, as it were, groans. The unutterable prayers of our hearts and communicates to God where we don't even know how to begin. And then Paul goes on to that verse which Christians treasure and ponder and at times get a bit 
questioning about. Where he writes that we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Now, we pastor types, like that verse, it's good for all sorts of occasions, and we can you, you know, encourage people, make them feel good. Sometimes when we're not even sure how good we feel about it. Everything? Working to the good of God's people? It's a troublesome thing. I believe that what the scripture says is true, absolutely and completely. But I also believe that sometimes we, we misconstrue it. I've heard some pastors who, in an attempt to bring comfort to those in time of crisis, say, well, you don't understand it now, but God has a plan He made this happen so that, and then they start off on their spiel. And I'll tell you, friends, I don't believe that. Not even the least little bit. Last Sunday in the Gospel, we were reminded about those noxious weeds that an enemy has done this. There is an enemy. who is the reason for some of the awful things that happen to God's people and indeed to God's world. And I don't need to quote chapter and verse to you to convince you that there are awful things, things that we cannot explain. You know, Anybody here who hasn't watched CNN the last month <laughs> or week? Or, uh, you don't need to listen for very long, do you? Whether you're talking about terrorism or the awful destruction that uh, is going on now in Gaza, or planes shot out of the sky or families who went through a long pregnancy and then, for no good reason, it seems, lost a child. To all the preachers who trot out that verse and say, well, God had it all planned out. No. What what the verse intends to tell us is not that God's maneuvering and he's playing with us, but rather